0: Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. The Flames are unable to complete the comeback against Winnipeg last night. And what is it going to take for them to win Be sure to follow and subscribe to Locked on Flames for free on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. You know, this episode is up uh, about 12 hours later than I anticipated it to be, but unfortunately, duty called elsewhere. (laughs) We need to start off with some good news. (laughs) I feel like everybody could really use some good news today and... Johnny Gaudreau extended his point streak to nine games. That's incredible. You know, this is the kind of performance you want to see out of players like Johnny Gaudreau. So it's really great to see him continue his Johnny Gaudreau ways. Matthew Kachuk was responsible for both of Calgary's goals, which was fantastic to see. As I mentioned, I believe it was Tuesday that he was playing with a chip on his shoulder and I believe that scoring both of those goals eliminated that chip, and I, you know, good for him. <laughs> the bad news is kind of the rest of it offense, dead. Defense, um, dead. Uh, David Riddick was responsible for one of the three goals, I would say, but because it's David Riddick, he is going to be the scapegoat for all three. Lucic. Uh, <laughs> Guys, I don't even know how much energy I want to waste on this, but he had a horrific turnover and I quite literally screamed into the pillow because I just I I saw it with my own two eyes and was hoping I was tired enough that I was like seeing things and then it was real <laughs> and I just Oh my goodness. You guys between school and my Like, full-time classes, working part-time in this podcast. I was praying I was tired enough. And it was kind of at that point where I was like, oh, my God. But Jeff, Jeff Ward, again, I don't get paid enough to make these decisions. I get paid to speculate and play armchair Her podcast GM but my god find some Gorilla Glue and glue his butt to a seat in the press box I cannot emphasize this enough oh my god Milan Lucic please please go away I am so I simply do not want to see him out on the ice when they play the Jets tomorrow because I just, I I do not have the capacity for it. I do not have the mental capacity to sit here and scream about this anymore. <laughs> I feel so bad because he's one of my favorite hockey players. Um, you know, I would highly consider slotting uh, Simone in there and shuffling the lines around. Because I, I just, having Lucic on the ice is a liability. And... The Flames just, they can't afford that. Like I've mentioned before, it is a season where literally every single point matters more than it does in the in a typical 82-game season and when you're not just playing your division. But this is the second game in a row where they couldn't generate a goal on the power play, which was very odd for them because I believe it was... Eight out of the last nine games, they were able to score on the power play, or I could be lying, and it was six out of seven, and the only times they weren't able to generate a goal was against, yes, the Jets. So, you know, I would have to go out on a limb here and say that the Jets' penalty kill is pretty great. Joakim Nordstrom, again, another former Bruin. I am just ragging on these men. I am so sorry. But he he's a good defensive forward. But you wouldn't be able to tell that from the last few games. I just, I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't. And I just feel like really on edge when I watch it because it's kind of like a train wreck or a car accident where you don't want to look away because it's so bad. But... Again, another player that just kind of needs to shake it off and just figure something else out. But the streak has come to an end, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Tanev and Noah Hannafin were on the ice for an even-strength goal. If you recall earlier this week, I believe it was Monday's episode, neither of them had been on the ice for an even-strength goal against in, I believe, Noah Hannafin it was 120-something minutes and um, Tanev was like 93 minutes, I believe. So, you know, that's that's pretty impressive. And I do think that people are not giving Noah Hannafin enough credit because I understand that it's easy to look at forwards and say, okay, they're racking up points, that's you know, they're a good player, but I don't know if it's just... Defensive statistics and you know you look at them and you say oh they don't they only have one point they're not doing good like no that's not <laughs> that's not how this works but you know Noah Hannafin has stepped it up and you greatly appreciate it and you love to see it Rasmus Anderson my gosh my golly He had three shots on goal last night, and I genuinely feel like he's due. He's pulled my focus these last two games against the Jets, and he looks so frustrated when he can't finish, and I don't blame him at all. I think that those few games that they played against Montreal really riled him up, and he's just, he's looking for a fight. He is. So I, it's either gonna to be tomorrow or the game against the Oilers, which we will preview. It's gonna be so much fun watching uh, the first battle of Alberta. But again, you know what we need to talk about right now? David Riddick, okay? I hate to like shift this and just take this down a road it doesn't, sh- shouldn't have to go down. But, uh, you know, I understand that Jacob Markstrom needs a night off. I, I too, like my nights off. Especially, you know, I I don't really do a lot of hard work like David Riddick, but, um, you know, I think that, I mean, Markstrom or Riddick, but, you know, everybody appreciates a day off from work here and there, and I don't think that anybody is gonna sit here and say, oh, no, he needs to play all 50, what is it, 56? 56 regular season games, and then go play a a season, uh, the postseason. But my God, David Riddick! Oh my God! When I found out he was starting last night, I knew it was over before it started. I knew he is now 0 and 2 with an 8.57 save percentage and a whopping 3.56 goals against average. I just, (laughs) you guys. I can't. I just, I genuinely can't handle this. I guess really bad starts are actually a metric. Like, literally, on hockey reference, I scrolled over it because it said RBS. And I was like, whoa, what's RBS? I've never heard of that one before. And then it has, like, a number that, like, makes it, like, what qualifies it as a really bad start. And he has had one RBS and zero quality starts. And I understand it's only two games, but my God. <laughs> Whew. But we will go deeper into David Riddick and his performance next segment. But, it's, oh boy, we need to talk about something a little bit more positive and we are going to talk about built bar yes built bar the best tasting protein bar that has 16 18 original flavors and some of my favorite are the cherry barcia apple almond crisp uh you know orange and there's so many to choose from and when i say they're they are the best tasting in the world i mean it they are soft easy to chew Dipped in chocolate and these bars taste like candy bars. Head on over to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on for 20% off of your next order. Use promo code locked on for 20% off of your next order. Locked on flames continues. Don't forget to follow me over on Twitter. You can find me at Jess Belmosto. David Riddick. You know, I spent a lot of time talking about David Riddick uh, in the postseason, and the offseason. Haven't really had to talk much about him this this season, uh, and we are almost uh, what three weeks into this season. And that's a good thing. It, it's a good thing because he's not seeing a lot of time in between the pipes. And, and that's good because, you know, when you're paying a guy $6 million a year, you want him to be taking a majority of the starts. But Riddick is a uh unrestricted free agent at the end of the season I am not entirely sure what the plan is in regards to Brad Tree Living's you know a plan for a goalie for a backup goalie because I mean obviously you have your starter but are you going to resign Riddick as your backup or are you gonna you know kind of shop around see if I see who else is out there. I'm not entirely sure what the goalie market looks like right now, but I do you think he'll be shopping around uh, by the deadline before the trade deadline to kind to bring in a rental maybe and see what's um you know what that could do. I again, I'm not really sure what the goalie market looks like, especially for backups, but I just I don't think that it's um realistic for david riddick to be our backup goalie any longer and that really stinks to say because i know that he is really a big part of the fans you know they the fans love him he is a an icon in their in their minds if you will but i just i'm usually anti-rental especially with a team that has little to no gap space but the the cat, the caps, nope, the flames are, you know, kind of finagling things and seeing what they can do and getting a little fancy with things. But I do think that something could be done. I don't necessarily think that it's fair to David Riddick. But then I also remember that this is a business and nothing has to be fair. Life isn't fair. So I have to put my own emotions aside. But you know, I I do think something could happen. It's unfortunate because like I said, a lot of fans really love him and it's it's hard to see a guy who's been with the team for a while walk away. And, you know, especially when it's on the team's behalf and kind of saying, Shoe fly, don't bother me. But I get it. It's a business. It's just very frustrating. To me, and mind you, I am not a diehard Calgary Flames fan. I started watching the games because I got this job. I got this gig as a Flames podcast host. So, you know, I started paying more attention to the team and things like that. But when you go out and have David Riddick just not performing well at all, and then you have somebody to the caliber of Jacob Markstrom. You kind of, like, when you watch, like, there is such a stark difference between the goalies. And I understand not every goalie is good. Not every goalie is fantastic. But the Flames are so lucky to have made it to the playoffs with David Riddick. Cam Talbot was not the answer to solving the issue in the offseason. Clearly, you know, (laughs) when you have a guy like Jacob Markstrom out there, you throw all of your money at him. And... David Riddick is just, oh, my God, you guys. It's Like, I feel awful for saying these things, but I just I don't see how the Flames expect to win games if they have him in net. And I understand, you know, offense and defense need to perform, too, and it can't just fall on the goalie's back. But the goalie's got to be sharp. And Riddick is just not that in his last two starts. But... Coming up next, we are going to continue <laughs> down the trend of news and notes. It just, you know, a little bit more negativity. <laughs> uh, yeah, but do <laughs> you know what's not negative? Betting on sports. Betting on sports has never been easier with Bet Online AG. You can head on over to their website and sign up for a free account and use promo code locked On and receive your 50% welcome bonus when you sign up. And, you know, the Super Bowl is just days away. I believe we are four days away now. And they have some new bets on there for hockey as well. You know, the NHL awards and things like that. And some fun obscure bets that I think are super fun. But you can head on over to betonline.ag and use promo code LOCKEDON to secure your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline AG your online sports book experts. There is no easy way to say this, but I left work today, right? I I was minding my own business. I have horrendous, horrendous service in, in my building at work, okay? I, like, there's no Wi-Fi. I work in a mall. There's no, there's none of that. So, when I tell you I get out of work and was, people are texting me about a COVID outbreak in the NHL, I'm like, what are you talking about? Um, you know, at first I thought it was just the Minnesota Wild because that's what I had seen this morning and, uh, you know, a little bit this afternoon before I headed to work. And it was the Sabres and Devils and complete negligence by the NHL for allowing the Devils players to go out on the ice. And play a game when there weren't test results back. Pretty sure this is like the second time this season that that's happened. But now there's they're just, I think they said 90 players in the first three weeks of the season. 90 Players, <laughs> that, that's a lot. Uh, that's a, obviously if you do some quick math here, there's uh, about 30 players a week, and that is more than um, a typical hockey roster. I believe I could be completely lying there. It is uh, almost nine o'clock at night, and I am exhausted. <laughs> but it's just it's getting to the point where they really can't not pause the season. You know, the NWHL just shut down their playoffs in their season as well because, well, life outside a bubble doesn't work. Sports outside of a bubble don't work. And I know that the NWHL had a bubble, but it wasn't the same as other women's leagues like uh, the WNBA and the National Women's Soccer League, unfortunately. And it didn't, it just, it wasn't working. And I believe that the So this wasn't reported, but the Riveters had 10 positive tests on their team, and it was never reported until today, and I don't think anybody had kind of clarified that, um, you know, anywhere, and that's not on the reporters, you know they didn't know literally did not know until today so there's been a serious lack of communication there and I guess one of the uh, oh no there's I believe six of six players within the Boston Pride organization have tested positive along with their coach so there's just it was impossible and I feel so bad I loved watching the games having access to the Season was awesome on Twitch. I love it and I'm really looking forward to next season. And I hope that, you know, when that time rolls around, we are not in a pandemic. I you know, I'm going to cross my fingers and toes and eyes and ears, whatever, that we are no longer in a pandemic. But I do just have such low expectations for the NHL. In terms of continuing the season safely, it is unfortunate that, you know, we are playing hockey during a pandemic. And again, uh, life has to go on (laughs) and it's a business. They have to make money, but there's just too much at risk here. I, I just it doesn't make any sense to me to continue the season right now, pause it for a month and come back and do some sort of bubble something and just do better. The the blueprint has been laid out for them and they're just not taking it. But, and more positive things. (laughs) Um, Well, not for Vancouver fans, but for uh, Montreal Canadian fans, Tyler Toffoli, he just dunked all over Vancouver last night. He has eight goals on the season and I believe he had two goals. Last night, so it was you know, it was quite the sight to see. And you know, I follow a lot of Vancouver fans, and oh, my heart breaks for that <laughs> not really, but like <laughs> the nice ones. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. But then I also remember that the Bruins absolutely could have, uh, you know, worked something out to get him, and unfortunately, they settled for Andre Kasha. But Patrick Line made his debut against the Stars, but it wasn't enough. He uh, did not have any points. Nothing. The Stars. (laughs) This extra rest with their COVID outbreak as well (laughs) um, really was beneficial to them. They were on fire. Joe Pavelski had a four-point game. Jamie Benn had a goal. And Seth Jones scored the lone goal for the Blue Jackets. But that's all I have for you guys today. I am very... Excited to see the flames play tomorrow night. Of course, I'm also very nervous for the future of the league and the safety of the players. I do think that, again, safety needs to be a top priority. And um, you know, just I'm not gonna go into it because we all know we 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 hear it a million times, and I'm not gonna beat a dead horse. But Again, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode, and make sure that you are subscribed and following this podcast on your favorite app so you never miss an episode. And I will know if you miss an episode. You know how I know? Because I just know. <laughs> but uh, also, feel free to follow me over on Twitter at just Belmosto. And if you do follow me and I happen to not follow you back, shoot me a DM and say, hey, I followed you from the podcast uh, love your work or just something positive. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I'll make sure to hit you back with the follow and thank you again so much. And I will see y'all tomorrow. Bye-bye.